What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. Just one of many to come. Ladies and gentlemen, a man uh, who thought that he could escape any kind of investigatory uh, power is now resigned officially as the Buildings Commissioner of the City of New York. And uh, I have been telling his sordid tale going back to 2018 on the East. Very microphones here, the lunchtime edition of WABC. In fact, Lou goes back to 2018. 2018, this guy, Eric Ulrich, uh, was city councilman, Republican conservative, representing uh, Howard Beach, Broad Channel, the Irish Riviera. And I said that he had been uh, mobbed up. A little bit of Godfather music here, please, uh, Lou. I need the uh, inspiration because I warned, I warned so many people that this guy owed money to the Bananos on the old uh, part of Howard Beach side across Bay Boulevard and the Gambinos on the new Howard Beach side of Cross Bay Boulevard. All you had to do was just stop at New Park Pizzeria. Lou, I've been going there since I was five years old. I'm 68. Five years old, we'd be visiting my Aunt Mary in Old Howard Beach, my Uncle Steve, my cousin Butchie, Joey G, the Cheech from Howard Beach, and uh, his wife, uh, my cousin Jeannie. We visited them often. I always have a slice in New Park Pizzeria. And always since, even with all my battles with the Gottis and Gambinos, which led to my shooting in June 19th of 1992, five hollow-point bullets. They thought they could kill me, huh? Ha, 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 think again. And I would stand there outside a New Park pizzeria because it's got the picnic tables, and I would sit there and order a whole pie. You know, I'm a real Hazari, a pig. I'd eat the whole pie myself. And Gabon and Gabon would come up to me, Lou, and they'd be saying, how the hell could Eric Ulrich be made... The Commissioner of Buildings of the City of New York. This guy's all mobbed up. He owes the Gambinos gambling money. He owns the Bananos gambling money. They got the hook into him. He owes a tremendous vig. 
And you could oftentimes find Eric uh, Ulrich uh, sitting at the casino at Aqueduct there, yeah, gambling, gambling, gambling. Yeah, 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 Phil uh, and Lou. I, I noticed that uh, Sid Rosenberg decided to eliminate me from this morning's schedule at 7.05, huh? Because I warned Sid. I warned everybody here at WABC in 2018 when he would be a regular guest. He was running for public advocate. To replace uh, Tish James, friend of all criminals, who now as state attorney general refuses to engage in a debate. But anyway, we digress. I warned everyone, Eric Ulrich is mobbed up. Sid wouldn't listen. At the time, Bernard McGurk wouldn't listen. Why? Because they had honored Sid Rosenberg at Russo's on the Bay. The Republicans, Queens GOP. I said, Sid, don't go. It's Eric Ulrich. The guy's probably wired up like a Christmas tree. You know, a confidential informant. Trust me. And so um, all of a sudden this guy continued on, continued playing card games. By the way, uh, Lou, you check out those, the pizzeria there on Pitkin, Pitkin Avenue and Cross Bay Boulevard. There used to be uh, <laughs> Altadonna, Altadonna where then John uh, Santucci. The Queen's DA would have 12-hour meetings with John Gotti Sr. and the Gambinos, and I would broadcast that on the radio. They didn't like that. That's why John Santucci had to recuse himself from the Howard Beach case because he was all mobbed up himself. So I warned everyone, all Italian breadcrumbs lead to Aldo's. This is where Eric Ulrich would go, and then all of a sudden he'd be in all kinds of card games throughout Ozone Park, one side the Bananos, the other side the Gambinos. And so what did Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, do? He appointed him buildings commissioner. Why? Because he was an Eric Adams Republican during the campaign. He went out there. He raised money for Eric Adams from who? Builders. Builders. They had a huge gathering. I think they raised over a million dollars in College Point. And the concept was, gee, if we help Eric raise money for Eric Adams, he will become the next building's commissioner, and then we can put our beaks in the trough, and we can rip the system off. And what happened? Eric Ulrich, while coming out of his house in the Rockaways. By the way, Lou, not far from Sid Rosenberg, who last saw him putting the schmear on the bagel, and I told him, stay away from this guy. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. And it was a Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg. You see, that's why that's why Eric Adams will never name and shame Alvin Bragg. He fears Alvin Bragg and their investigatory powers when it comes to political corruption because City Hall is in Manhattan. So they took Eric Ulrich's cell phone. They sat him down for two hours. And let me tell you, Phil, he was more of a Mama Luke than you. He was crying in there. Please, I'll do anything. No. Oh, God, give me another chance for all time's sake like Eric did. He said, no. You want to become a confidential informer and help us? And this guy, I mean, I mean, let me tell you something. He threw himself on the sword. He's no street guy. He grew up in the Lindenwood housing co-ops. <laughs> he, you know, always wants to be like an Italian guy. He's German. He's German, right? Oh, I want to be like the Italians. I warned you, Eric Ulrich, when a guy, a guy was driving you around when you were running for public advocate. I warned you over and over, I'm going to get you. 
if it's the last thing I do. Lou, a notch on my belt, please. A notch on my belt because I'm a rat. Yeah, I ate the Parmesan cheese. So what? I've been eating Parmesan cheese for years. And if some of the information that I had little filtered to the Manhattan DA's office, so be it. I'm here to rat them all out, these crooks. <laughs> I warned you. Say- hey, by the way, has he canceled my uh, appearance tomorrow at 7.05 in the morning? Right. Watch. Uh, Sid is probably schwitzing now. Right. Oh, my God. Curtis was right. That was back in 2018. I told you that you Republicans wouldn't listen. You said that I was ultraditor, that I was trying to hurt a good Republican, Eric Ulrich. Well, he turned into an Eric Adams Republican, and I'm coming after every Eric Adams Republican. Enough with the Godfather. Another one bites the dust. I warned everybody about this guy, this reverend. I can't tell you how many times I said stay away from Reverend Alfred L. Cockfield II and his associates. He put together this phony pack, striving for a better New York, that was supposed to help Democrats, moderate Democrats, beat back the DSA in uh, state-run elections, uh, state Senate, state assembly elections. The guy took in over $1.3 million dollars. And in the words of Eric Adams himself, Give me, show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. That's right. Where's the money, Reverend? And when he was promoting the candidacy for state senate of Conrad Tillett, he called him Reverend Conrad Tillett. Remember, Lou, I said, Reverend Conrad Tillett. This guy used to be Conrad Muhammad, head of the Nation of Islam at the mosque in New York City. The only reason he got kicked out is Farrakhan found out he was stealing money from him. And they had a big blowout. By the way, he was friends with Eric Adams at that time, who was a supporter of Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. That's right. So now it appears that he raised $1.3 million dollars. And it's like one out of every $4 that that group uh, took in uh, went to candidates and $3 went to themselves. In fact, one one very unusual and legally dubious $60,000 check to Lamont Academy, a charter school in Brooklyn founded and run by Mr. Cockfield. Here goes another one out and change the check. What what did you have to say, Eric Adams? What did you say? Give me, show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. All right, who's next? Uh, Who am I after, Lou? I've been mentioning his name over and over. Phil Banks, the deputy mayor of public safety. He doesn't have an office in City Hall. He doesn't have an office in one police plaza. He has a private office that Eric Adams shares with him in the Verizon building just a block away overlooking the Brooklyn Bridge. And you say, why a private office? Because that's where they bring in the loot. Come on, wake up. This guy was an unindicted co-conspirator in a police corruption case a long time ago and became a CI confidential informant. That's how he escaped. And then Eric Adams decided this guy's going to run the police uh, department. Because although Sewell is officially the police commissioner, she gets to meet with no deputy chiefs, no chiefs. She meets only with Phil Banks on Sundays. And I hope, Lou, that it's in church. I hope it's while they're both in church, especially Phil Banks uh, 
praying for the sins he's committed. He's the next one. He's the next one. Hey, look, I got all the information on this guy. He's crooked. He's crooked. He's got to go. And hopefully in chains and shackles. And again, uh, in the words of his uh, friend, uh, he says his friend for life, Eric Adams, the code of Eric Adams is the following. Give me, show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Now, you surprised that so many of Eric Adams' cronies are uh, already knee-deep in corruption? Are you surprised you shouldn't be? And I told all of you on the 50,000 Powerful Watch of Sound, I grew up with all these crooks in Brooklyn, come out of the Thomas Jefferson Democratic Club, 92nd and Conklin, former Kings County Chairman Frank Sedio, all these guys. I know they're all corrupt right down to the marrow of their bone. I grew up with them. I know how they operate, the Kings County corrupt Democratic machine. They got their beak in the trough. And the next guy is the chief of staff. Frank Caron, him and his brother, oh, they made their bones in Canarsie, Marine Park. <laughs> oh, my God. They didn't know about Eric Ulrich? You're telling me they didn't know about Eric Ulrich? They don't know about Phil Banks? They don't know that Frank Caron himself has been subject to investigations while chief of staff scheduled to leave January 1st. Well, remember, the battle cry from City Hall by Eric Adams... Give me, show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. You think maybe it's our perception that Eric Adams and his cronies are corrupt? What do you think, Lou, his perception? And by the way, will Sid have me on at 7.05 in the morning uh, so I can discuss this new wrinkle, huh? New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. I'd like to be able to... Anyway. I'm... My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. My mind's going blank now. What the hell's going on here? My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. I don't know what the hell is talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even Phil, the stunard here, is tapping his toes. Like I said, uh, Eric Ulrich, the buildings commissioner, has resigned. And I've been uh, on this guy's case since 2018. Sid better not cancel me tomorrow at 7.05 here, Lou. Look at Phil. He's hiding there under the desk. Anyway, uh, back to this uh, president of ours who's just mentally lost. His mind is gone. He's got one Trump card, one Trump card only in this midterm election as he appeared yesterday in Washington, D.C. And, you know, to him, uh, everything is January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. He has abused his power and put the loyalty to himself before loyalty to the Constitution. And he's made a big lie. An article of faith in the MAGA Republican Party. So, again, just trashing on MAGA Republicans, trashing on anyone who voted for Donald Trump, which was a sizable number. Oh, look, I I believe that uh, uh, President Joe Biden, Vice President Giggles Harris won uh, the election, but uh, you can't discount the huge number of votes that Donald Trump uh, and Vice President uh, Pence received. 
But this is really just pimping off of what he said. Remember in uh, September he was on the steps at Freedom Hall in Philadelphia, bathed in red with the Marine Honor Guard behind him. Remember what he said? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. And that's his one 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 uh, one note, Johnny. There, by the way, uh, the president's staff is taking credit for the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> Let me tell you something: the Houston Astros pitched an no hitter against the Philly the Philadelphia Phillies. You know who was in the stands wearing a Philadelphia Phillies hat? Joe Biden's wife, Joe Biden. I was like the curse against the Phillies. But then again, you wanted her there, Philly fans. You got to. Anyway, I digress, though. I told you a few days ago that they were bringing out all the big guns for Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. They are scared, the Democrats, that Lee Zeldin is going to ride the one, the one issue to victory. Remember, a good campaign, as Ed Koch said, is made up of uh, three issues. A better campaign, two issues, and the best campaign of all, one issue. And in this case, it's all about crime. And Lee Zeldin has been assisted, aided, and abetted by Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb herself, claiming it's a conspiracy that you're actually safer in uh, blue states, blue cities, and in red states, red cities. And then, of course, uh, it all starts with Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. Uh, who uh, talks about the uh, perception of crime, perception of crime, uh, which really slaps everyone in the face, regardless of your political affiliation, to not know that crime is off the hook. So Zeldin certainly taking advantage of that, and rightfully so. He is the law and order candidate. Kathy Crimewave Holcomb and her partner, Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan, uh, they are teamed up together, uh, connected at the hip, But he's done a series of rallies for her, and it has gotten no, no interest of black uh, voters, African-American, especially uh, women who are 55-plus who vote religiously. So Democratic Party didn't have had no intention of wheeling out Bill Clinton, the first black president, or the second black president, Barack Obama. But last minute, they had to do it. In fact, here was Bill Clinton, upstate New York, yesterday— attacking Republicans and attacking Congressman Lee Zeldin. He said, if you vote for us, you didn't cause this inflation, but you're going to pay for it. Because here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut Social Security. We're going to cut Medicare. And we're going to repeal that awful bill that lets the government finally negotiate for lower drug prices, caps senior drug bills at $2,000 a year, and caps Medicare, I mean, <clears throat> insulin costs at $35 a month. This is a really big deal. This bill just passed. Yeah, Bill Clinton upstate. He's hitting uh, inner city areas uh, to get out a black vote. Uh, black folks, African-American folks, uh, still view him as the first African-American president. He does have pull. Polls indicate when you start breaking down the polls in which it's neck and neck now that the Republicans are not surging upstate. They're surging downstate. They're surging in the mid-Hudson Valley. They're certainly surging in Nassau and Suffolk County. Uh, It's up for grabs in New York City as to whether Lee Zeldin will get more than 30 percent of the vote. He's got to do that. Uh, 
in order to win. But he's not doing as well as expected upstate initially, and so the Democrats have seen that, so they've uh, asked Bill Clinton to spend his time upstate New York on behalf of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. That might be a successful strategy. I myself have said that the route to victory is through Erie County, Buffalo, and nobody is listening to me, but... Uh, since so many have compared this race to the success that George Pataki had against Mario Facha Bruta Como King Como the First in 1994 as he sought a fourth term and then potentially a run for the presidency or an appointment to the United States Supreme Court. The point is, is that Pataki upset Mario Cuomo in Erie County. He beat him by five percentage points. The Cuomo camp, including Andrew, was in shock. That was his campaign manager. They couldn't believe they lost Erie County. Uh, and remember, you had a guy from Erie County who was running against Pataki, banging him with $17 million of ads. I'm not talking Cuomo. I'm talking the Independence Party candidate, Galassano, at that time, spent $17 million attacking Pataki, and he was from Rochester. So think about that. It's like Pataki was double-teamed, but he won Erie County. Because he spent time in Erie County. The problem here is that uh, Republicans have spent time attacking Erie County because Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb has been the sugar mama, has brought the bacon home to Erie County, and not just with the new Buffalo Bills Stadium, which a lot of people in Erie County love. Got to tell you, look at the Buffalo Bills. What are they playing? The Jets this weekend? Big game. But the Buffalo Bills could end up in the Super Bowl. They're that good. That's that good a team. And they don't have much in western New York. Most people have fled. City of Buffalo, right? <laughs> One time was dynamic. What are they, down to 300,000 people? It's like Newark, New Jersey. So it's not the city of Buffalo. It's the surrounding suburbs, Cheektowaga, Tonawanda. You got Lockport. You got Amherst. A lot of Republicans, a lot of Democrats there. But these attacks on pay for play it was a rip off the stadium and all that may not be resonating in Erie County. That's 15% of the vote. That could be the margin of victory. I hope I'm wrong on that, and I'm hoping that uh, Lee Zeldin can get about 32 33% of the vote, do better than I did in the city. I got about close to 30. In fact, I'll be helping his effort tomorrow in Flushing, 3.30, with the Asian-American, Chinese-American vote, because remember, that's the vote that I won in the mayoral election, first time a Republican ever won the Asian or Chinese-American vote. So that's that's my contribution in addition to other contributions to Team Zeldin in his march to victory on November 8th. But the real big gun who has been wheeled out and, in fact, may be making appearances uh, in urban areas of uh, New York State on behalf of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who so far has not been resonating uh, with any interest in the black uh, nor the West Indian Caribbean community, it's Barack Obama himself. This is the uh, campaign ad that he cut for Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Hello, New York. This is Barack Obama. I know it's been a minute, but I have a very important message. On November 8th, there is an election for governor in New York, and the stakes could not be higher. My friend, Governor Kathy Holcomb, is the best person for the job, hands down. Kathy knows how to get things done. She's a strong leader who has met the moment and fought for you. Kathy is strengthening the economy, investing in public safety, and getting illegal guns off the streets. And you can count on her to protect abortion rights 
voting rights, and everything else you care about. So don't sit this one out. Your vote matters. You can vote early in person starting Saturday, October 29th. Or vote on Election Day, November 8th. I'm counting on you, New York. Get out there and vote for my friend and your governor, Kathy Hochul. Paid for by friends for Kathy Hochul. Learn more at Kathy. Ah, enough of that. Enough of that. Point is, they got the big gun out. Barack Obama. They got Bill Clinton, still beloved in the African-American community. Today at Barnard College, right there by Columbia University, they've got Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. They've got Hillary Rodham Clinton and they've got <laughs> Giggles Harris. They know they're in trouble. They know these these were not slated events before, so they recognize that their internal polls are indicating that Kathy Crime Wave Hochul could lose this governor's race that she had in the bag a few months ago by 20 percent on this crime issue. So that's why we got to get out to everything we can for Lee Zeldin right across the Republican slate, right on down to the local congressional elections, state Senate elections, state assembly elections, because that can nourish uh, the vote for Lee Zeldin. And, uh, this is today, very, we just finished a press conference here at WABC. I could not join them since I was on the air. But WABC and Ramsey Mazda has declared this uh, law enforcement officers. They were honoring them all across the nation with special guests and commentary. Ramsey Mazda and 77 WABC want you all to know that like them, you should back the blue like we all do here. And my contribution to the effort is to talk about a, a monster that I knew who killed a hero police officer at the 69th Precinct in Canarsie a long time ago, which I grew up. The police officer's name was Sledge. It was 1980. I think Officer Sledge not only had been a, a veteran of the United States uh, Army, but I don't think he was from the area. I think he was uh, born and raised in Mississippi. But in 1980, he was shot and killed while making a traffic stop uh, right at 78th and Flattenlands, not far from the playground of Builder C. Junior High School, uh, of a monster, a guy that I knew well as an enemy, Crazy Sal DeSarno. Uh, he was uh, wanted for shooting at his girlfriend. So he recognized Crazy Sal because he was a a nemesis to all of society. He would have to constantly throw him out of the playground there at Pildesee Junior High School uh, because he'd always be starting trouble. And as Officer Sledge approached the car, uh, DeSarno, Crazy Sal, shot him. And he fell to the ground. His gun belt became caught on the car. And Crazy Sal gunned it and dragged him a quarter of a mile, causing his death. Eventually, Crazy Sal was caught after taking an elderly woman hostage in her own home. This guy was insane in the brain. And Crazy Sal was on parole at that time and resisted arrest for numerous armed robberies. I mean, this guy was just a crime machine. But he was a shorty, short guy. I got to tell you, Lou, one time I'm playing softball, you know, the clincher, PS-114 schoolyard. And, you know, you put your gloves on the sideline when it's your turn to come up uh, to bat, your turn, uh, your team's turn to bat. This guy comes on his bicycle, stops in my glove, pours lighting fluid on it, and sets it on fire. 
I was up at the time. I go over there, I start stomping on it to put the fire out, and then he's trying to ride away. I, I cut him off out in center field. I take him off the bike, and I pile-drived him. You know, Steve Stone Austin pile-drived. Boom! Right on the ground, and the old-timers come running to me. Hey, that ain't going to do no good. That's why he's called Crazy Sal. He's got a plate in his head. I say, yeah, Crazy Vinny's got a plate in his head. Crazy Joey, Crazy Sal. I'm going to kill this guy. And I had beef with him all the time. Beef with him all the time. This guy's a monster. And they had him up on parole. He, every few years he comes up on parole. And, you know, he's going to slip through. You know he's going to slip through. He can't. In honor of a police officer Sledge, one man patrols were no longer authorized unless the officer was equipped with a shotgun. That was 1980. Remember how Eric Adams said, the swagger man with no plan, you know, a pivot and shift. Oh, I want all police officers on one-man patrol in the subway system. It lasted all the one day when a cop got into a tussle with an emotionally disturbed guy on the platform of Pennsylvania Avenue on the number three train. Remember, and they tumbled to the ground. Luckily, the cops survived that. Within 24 hours, uh, Eric Adams, uh, pivot and shift, rescinded that order because he knows nothing about nothing. Police officer Sledge had been a cop for 12 years at the 69th Precinct. He was 35 years old at the time. The crazy Sal DeSarno killed him. And he left behind a wife, Linda, and two children. Three-and-a-half-year-old Richard at the time and nine-month-old Corinne. I don't know what has become of them. I do know there's a mural on the side of the wall at the 69th Precinct. Every time I visit Canarsie... Because I got the house of my mom and dad. It's now a guardian angel headquarters. It's uh, it's a bad crime area, unfortunately. I pay tribute to police officer Sledge, as I do all police officers, but him more so than anyone else. And I curse the name of crazy Sal DeSarno and hope that he burns in hell without an asbestos suit. If ever a guy should have been given the death penalty... They should have lit up old Sparky at Ossining Sing Sing. It should have been for crazy Sal DeSarno. I'm, I'm almost um, ashamed of myself, Lou, that when I picked him up and I did a Steve Austin uh, <laughs> pile driver on him, that I didn't kill him at that moment. Would have spared the life of a hero police officer, Officer Sledge of the 69th Precinct. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC.
Yeah, we should have bumped that up a lot quicker. I could have avoided all that lead-up. What the hell was that? Anyway, springtime for Hitler, right? Uh, you remember who did that? And he caused some grief, and he was a Jew for having that uh, musical on Broadway. <laughs> well, look at Yeezy, ye Kanye West. He had an interview with TMZ, you know, Harvey Levin. Yay, Harvey, you should get a menorah and you should impale yourself. 2019, and Kanye, a.k.a. Yeezy, a.k.a. Yee, was saying he loved Hitler and the Nazis. This is in 2019, and they cut it. They left it on the cutting room floor. Why? Why, Harvey Levin? I thought you were a good Jewish boy. I thought you would have definitely put that out on TMZ. Here it is, Yeezy, a.k.a. Yee, saying he loved Hitler and the Nazis on TMZ in 2019. But Harvey Levin, again, uh, you should take that menorah, right, and you should impale yourself. And apparently there have been other media outlets, too. This guy had no problem saying, I love Hitler, I love the Nazis. And so now his fortunes are crashing and burning. But who does that lead us to? Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, who linked to a black Hebrew Israelite movie that basically said that Jews out there, those of you who fill up Barclays Center and Madison Square Garden, without which Jews going to professional basketball games, there'd be nobody in the audience. Jews, you're Fugazi Jews, you Ashkenazis, you Sephardic. The only real Jews are like uh, Kanye West. Like uh, Kyrie Irving, like Nick Cannon. Remember, they all spewed that nonsense. So the pressure was on, and so Kyrie Irving, which wouldn't even meet with the Anti-Defamation League, you know what he did? He gave $500,000. The owner of the uh, Nets gave $500,000. And that's supposed to make this go away? That just feeds into the stereotype that if you give Jews money, uh, they'll forgive you for anything. How could they let this guy off the hook like that? But they have. They have. But I'm not letting anybody off the hook, uh, as you saw. I implicated Eric Ulrich uh, back in 2018. I warned everybody here. The guy's mobbed up, and today he resigned. And I'm happy I participated in that. Now, coming for others. Meantime, thanks to Trinity Rehab, because all the content I provide here at 77 WABC now has a digital home. Every one of my on-air broadcasts are podcasted. Also, the Curtis News Network video podcast and my social media posts can be found at wabcradio.com slash Curtis. So if you miss me on the radio, you have no need to worry. Thanks to Trinity Rehab, I now have a digital home at wabcradio.com slash Curtis. And one down, many more to go. Eric Ulrich today and Eric Adams, Republicans, I'm coming for the rest of you. 